My name is Chofe. He'd casually remark, waiting for the spooky Saturday with his hands in his pockets. He he ugh. he just kept saying, "Life, Harry team kills." That didn't make any sense, but I don't give a shit. He's Chofe. He's Chofe. What's in his head? He's Chofe. He's Chofe. He's Chofe. Is he in bread? Whoa. Uh, uh, oh whoa what was um, what was that what was that one um that was that was, that was harsh yeah well i'm what practicing doing? doing i'm practicing doing parody songs man I, I think i can make it big don't you think i'm good yeah i i think that's that's just something that we would need to leave to the experts you know like weird al maybe oh well good thing our guest today knows all about him let's talk about it yeah, conveniently we have Weird Al as our background. Just like it was planned this way. Weird. Almost like it was scripted. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerdrum, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds to talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And you guys can also catch us uh, online uh, almost every Saturday night. Uh, we're doing a little thing we call Spooky Saturday on Twitch. Uh, you can follow Chris over there, uh, Giver. UNT01, G-Y-V-E-R, UNT01, Guyver Unit 1, and, uh, or me, K-Sig, K underscore S-I-G. It's really a lot shorter, easier. And, uh, much like Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's accurate. I'm not, I'm not even going to debate that one. <laughs> Ladies, you heard that. He's, uh, he's easy. Mm, shorter and easier. Shorter and easier. So, you know what? That's a guaranteed thing, whoever can land him. And, uh, with us, today tonight whatever it is whatever this you guys afternoon, are listening during this session um, past we, seven minutes past noon if you guys have ever watched us play any spooky saturday games uh this is the guy that gets us killed a lot um, all the time you know him as chofe what's up buddy what's going on guys we call him chofe also known as mr adam you'll mr. hear adam him. well uh you'll hear us refer to him to that sometimes usually it's me going oh fuck off adam um <laughs> around fuck around that's kyle <laughs> that's my that's my phrase this is um yeah we also call him mr adam there um so today we have a really really fun episode for us mm-hmm. um i've personally followed this man for years and years um and i remember buying the tapes and cds this man has a career that's spanned over 35 years now um this artist is weird al yankovic yankovic um, I know a lot about him, but Adam is what we would call, what do you call him, Kyle? Oh, uh, did I say expert? What was it, expert? Um, super fan. Super fan. I would say super definitely fan. super fan. Or yeah. Kyle also said before we started recording, uh, president of the fan club. Is there a fan club? Where you, like, Have you looked into that at all, Adam? Oh, I'm 100% sure there is. I, I haven't, but... I do, I do like look at his website all the time. And anytime I, anytime there's a tour announced, I, I, you know, perk up or a new album. Get a little excited. So, yeah. The wiggly down little, under. Little half chub going. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, 
yeah, nice. <laughs> we'll go with it. Oh. Um, Adam is actually, and Kyle will explain this here in a sec. He's actually our real life friend. We've known Adam for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We use that term lightly, though. Yeah. Very lightly. The friend part, very lightly. Where'd we meet? Real Kyle? life. He actually does exist. Yeah. He does. He's real. I am real. I'm He's a real myself boy. right now. But uh, we all go, we all go way back to um, to the college days, back in the early two thousands. Think back in the before time, in the before times, early two thousands, late nineties for Chris. Late, yeah. late, eh, eh, Mortimer, <sighs> Mortimer. I'm coming up on my freaking twenty year anniversary of attending my first year of college. I started in 02. Oh man, I passed that last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got my 20 year reunion next year. For, for how, many, how many decades for you, Guyver? Yeah, what? He's, he's what are you talking mul- about? <laughs> he spent multiple decades in college. You know what? I fucking was Van Wilder and I did not want to leave. <laughs> and I am not ashamed to admit that I was on the five year plan. I did not want to leave. Five year? I did five years. <laughs> <laughs> This is the shit we put up with with Adam constantly. (laughs) Adam may have pulled five plus. Are you a doctor? No, you're not. Doctor? (laughs) I mean, I went long enough to be a doctor. (laughs) Um, He just just took college at a medium pace. He did. Uh, At a medium pace. (laughs) Now see, Chof in the corner. That's Chof in the corner. That's chofing the, the spotlight. spotlight. Whacking his wiener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first or the last. Yeah. Um, Definitely not last. No. Well, we've already gone way <laughs> off of uh, the <laughs> yeah. flow, but it doesn't matter. That's why we have a flow. Um, mm-hmm. Adam, tell us a little bit about your background first. Like who you are, what, you know, what your experience was with with Weird Al, um, like how you became a Weird Al fan. Just like, well, who is Adam? Who are you? Turned to like a Chris Hansen yeah, style episode there. Tell us about right, your man. experience with the way like. Do I need to put did, the Did you really back? think when you texted Kyle that he was a 16-year-old boy? Have, have, have a seat. Who dressed as a furry. I mean, have I'm just here Please with the Mike's Hard Lemonades <laughs> to tell him the dangers <laughs> of meeting people. This is what you don't do. But I put yeah. the Jolly Rancher and the Zima. <laughs> oh, God, we are showing our age with that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Didn't hey, they come back? Good. Didn't they come back? Didn't Zima come back? Yeah, they did. Bit? It did. Yeah. So see, we're not old. We're no, old. it's still, we're still old. Like, it, no, that doesn't change the fact that we were around for Jolly Ranchers and Zima. Mm-hmm. I partake in, partook in, partook in? It was like a Thanksgiving dish. It's not I, like a turducken? Yeah. I had like one. Jolly think, Rancher in, in the Zima, right. in the casing. In yeah. in the turkey. <laughs> oh, you kids oh, with your, man. your hard seltzers and your flavored vodkas. At Kyle's house for Thanksgiving, they don't stuff like like uh, apples Mm-mm. in there. They just stuff apple Jolly Ranchers in. And we put we put some vodka and some rum and some whiskey, and yeah, it's so yummy. Vodka hey, rum. As long as the end result is the what you're going for. Well, that's true. <laughs> you get there. Oh, yeah. The beginning so, to all drinking sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first taste. Who is Adam? Who are you? Uh, who the I'm, fuck are I'm, you? I am me. 
uh enough said uh go by chove go by chove uh uh well we'll go like you know um that kind of like what uh oh man now i'm just all stumbling okay my nickname i'll say this my my handle whatever came as an insult uh from from back in my day of playing magic the gathering as a Mm -hmm. as a young nerd Mm -hmm. um and i got uh from from the Goonies, I'd get called Chunk a lot. Uh, I'd get called Meatloaf, as in the singer, as in uh, the dish, I guess. But uh, one day at a Magic the Gathering, uh, minute, like little tournament in Tulsa, uh, uh, guy guys was calling me Chunk and Meatloaf, and then by the end of the day, it just became Chof. Chof, as in like what? <laughs> and yeah, I hated it and. My friends called me it all the time for a while. Uh, but then later on, I was like, all right, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Plus, no one can pronounce it the first time anyways. Just going to embrace it. Yeah. Just like, you know, uh, like we'll find out Weird Al did too. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Adam, that's super admirable. That's, I mean, that's what the whole spirit of the show is about. It's, you know, not judging people. And you took something that could have been dehabilitating, like from bullying, and embraced it and made it part of who you are. So, like, I seriously applaud you for that. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, um, that's, that's all of my nicknames were insults originally. <laughs> well, I think that's so, how most yeah. of them actually. Yeah, really, I think, they were, really I think that's what nicknames are meant to be. It's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then, like, you just embrace it. Like, well, dang, loses mm-hmm. all power then. Yeah. Well, and, so there's not very many me, nicknames with terms of endearment pushing. Yeah. No, they're like, no. Yeah. I'm like, it's like My Hero Academia. That your story kind of mirrors for me the My Hero Academia story. Like Deku, his hero name is Deku, which basically means ordinary, plain, you know. And he embraced it. And it took all the power away from the guy who was bullying him. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not cool that you were bullied. That fucking sucks. <laughs> but I mean I thought it was cool. I, I imagine Adam like flipping a table. <laughs> At like a I'm Hastings, out. yeah. Like he's at the tournament. He's like at a Hastings, you know, or a books a million or something, and then just like flipping the table. I am Chove. Oh, <laughs> I, I I have fireball in those tournaments. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, force okay. of nature. Chove <laughs> wins. Blue deck. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> piss you off. <laughs> um, be careful if your blue blue dick lasts more than eight hours. See a doctor. Probably go get that oh, looked at. Honestly, it never. Yeah, I it would never last that long. I mean, well, looked at by a professional. Don't just have somebody like, hey, you want to look oh. at this? Like, yeah, find a professional to. Yeah. I mean, if I pay them, they're professionals, right? Uh, same by definition. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So, well, um, now you guys got a little background on Adam. You know, we're all longtime friends. Um, Adam's actually probably one of our most loyal listeners to the show so seriously adam thank you for supporting us we really hey, no problem yeah. you're one of the one of the people that keeps us going um, yeah it's the reason we do this so in the back seriously, episodes you. if you hear us saying you know that's you chove for yeah that, <laughs> here he adam. is now he's here because okay. he's also the one that consistently calls us out on shit him and b rob and justin those mm-hmm. three consistently. Hughes, Hughes has been getting mouthier lately too. He's getting, he's getting a little, yeah. he's getting a little comfy. He's, he's getting shoes. his licks in. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, props is back too since yeah, props is props. starting to listen. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So, fuck. There's a lot of you guys that call us out, but yeah. Anything that lets me call Guyver out, I'm in. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Some of a bitch. So, okay. Who is Weird, Weird Al? Al? Kyle, who's Weird Al? Oh, so Weird Al came on the scene. Did we have something on the background or were we just going to go? Yeah, no, no. It's, well, what's his real name? Do you know what it is? His real name. I had it down here because I knew I would forget it. It's on, it's on the notes. I, I know. I phone. scrolled. I scrolled on accident. <laughs> Okay, I, I was ready. Now it I seems was, like we're scripted. I was all prepared. I Never. had everything like out in front of me, and now I can't find where I was on what I was doing. It's at the uh, top. No, it's not. Second page. It's kind of in the Second middle. page. Where are we going all over the place now? I can't find. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I got so off track. Oh my god! Just, oh, here we go. Alfred Matthew Yankovic. There we that's go. That's not at the Nailed top. That's one. a quarter of the way down. Oh, yeah, that is true. Oh, I skipped those parts, too. I fucked it up. Thank yeah, you. I was did. where I was supposed to be. I wasn't going to call it out, but yeah. I fucked it up. Oh, well, I'll call it out here. I was going to give you this freebie. I had either. that up too high. You know what? Okay, well, we know his real name now, so. Yeah, I was going to ask Adam off. what his real name was. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I fucked it up. That's fine. <laughs> Anyways. That's fine. Let's talk about his, Weird Al. Let's talk about Weird Al. His <laughs> first album was in 1985. The first album was Dare to be Stupid. I remember that album very vague, very that, well. Uh, the first. That's not hit. his first album. Was it not? No. Web page I got it from was wrong. Yeah. Like his first was, album. Or is was that like, his first hit? That might have been the one that had the most hits, but that's. Okay. Or, but like, I think he, he had a self named album, I want to say in like 83. Oh, okay. What was on that? Do we know any songs from that? Uh, I bet you another one rides the, or another one bites the, or another one rides, no, the, rides, bus. Another one rides the bus. Yeah. Was on that. yeah. Yeah. Was it on that? Okay. Cause that was the one he got famous with when he was in right. high school, right? From um, Dr. Well, Demento. It wasn't high school. He was in college, college. at that point. Like uh, high school, high school, he gave, well, let's keep talking. Cause I can go into the history of a little bit of it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. okay right now. Uh, uh, in high school, uh he uh he he listened to dr demento and he gave a a, a tape uh to dr demento and it had a song called belvedere cruising on it and dr demento played that on his show and it's a pretty rough song it's literally him uh recording it in his bedroom kind of thing uh but dr demento commented that it's like it wasn't the best song but it had some real clever lyrics and everything and that's what got him on dr demento and then later on he did other things like but uh like his biggest thing was my bologna yeah i say my bologna i yeah. actually remember hearing that i do yeah too. that was that was that was before another one rides the bus so that got him that got him known and was it the was it the knack that sings that uh my sharona uh, my sharona yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my Sharona. Uh, he, like, I guess this is later because, like, later they came to his college and played, and he was already a DJ at that college. And he introduced himself to lead singer The Knack, as in, I'm the guy that wrote My Bologna. Uh, and, and I guess he'd, he'd already heard that. He'd already either heard it or Weird Al played it for him. And he commented to the record executive of Capital Record, one of the, one of the record companies, to give him a single. And he did make he did get to make a single off of my Sharona, but it never really hit big. And then later, uh, he did a live show with Doctor Demento on the radio station, 
and he played he he did another one uh rides the bus and that's what kind of propelled him to fame that got him a it actually got him like a recording like a small recording contract from back then yeah and he released it and the record label went bankrupt two weeks later so he never got paid a dime for that song oh i didn't know that yeah yeah which i mean now probably but like back then yeah he didn't get paid anything for it so So you've you've listened to some of the early stuff and yeah um was that i know like one of his big things is is there's a polka influence in a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. was it was it present then i probably say for sure just because all the, the like, accordion and yeah i, th- I want to say i think like the first album that uh the self-titled album i think they say every song on that album has the accordion in it period and okay. then as it went on they and now especially they've kind of dropped like he doesn't play the accordion except for on the polkas for sure and if like the song it can be comedic effect you know kind of because it's like well the accordion doesn't really fit you know <laughs> half these songs right so right. but that first album was all all every every track had the accordion so i would say the polkas and just that style influenced every bit of it especially like the the cadence and the the you know rhythm of a lot of the parodies well kind of looking at like some of his early life stuff and kind of going back a little bit further i think what helped him be successful and what it means funny for one yeah he's smart mm-hmm. he's extremely smart he was uh what we have high school i was like you see how old he was when he uh, graduated high school no you want to take a guess at how old he was when he graduated high school? 16 yep 15 are we 16 16 i guessed it right he started early in kindergarten and then he skipped a grade later so so he was barely 16 when he graduated it means he was 16 going off to college see and that's the thing to do what he does constantly you have to have a really high degree of intelligence like mm-hmm. people think that this is just you know oh look i can do that i can make up songs and you know i can become famous too but no you can't no, like not, some people that do this riffing yeah. lyrics he's like rewriting an entire song and uh-huh. making it work well, and he's well, getting and permission he goes, too. That's yeah, the thing. that's that was the thing. You like, yeah, talk about later. Uh, but just the fact that if you go back, even even like the early, early, early parodies, there wasn't there wasn't the internet where you can just download the the music, the the sheet music. Mm-hmm. Him and his band literally note for note rewrote the song, you know, to get to be able to like, cause they, they sound almost identical. Like a lot of the songs, except for, like I said, like the accordion is in there, some funny slide whistles or yeah. whatever. Right. But, but, and, and the same thing can be said with his uh, music videos. Like, you know, when, when he did those, especially the early ones with the Michael Jackson ones, they're mm-hmm. shot for shot, the exact same uh, music video. <laughs> like you have to be meticulous. You have to pay attention to detail everything to be able to do stuff like that and again the guy is just smart mm-hmm. like again you you can't just say i could do this great you can do this you can be famous on tiktok for about 15 minutes yeah weird al has done this for 
decades. Decades. Well, yeah, like you said, like for every Weird Al, there's 500 Cletus T. Judds, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had they had a breakout song and they are just literally joking. But I mean, I know Cletus T. Judds, I think, still releases music, but he fell off. He's yeah, he's not getting a number one. He's not getting a number one record uh, in 2014 or whatever. Well, yeah. uh, What his 14th album. Weird Al's is finally a number one released album. Yeah. So well, you, you wouldn't, I don't, I don't think without Weird Al, I don't think you'd have the parody guys like we've seen mm-hmm. over the last 40 years or 30 years. I don't think they would have been nearly as popular, but I'll go no. like, because like I was gonna, like early later on in some of this, I was going to mention uh, Ray Stevens. You know, Ray yeah. Stevens has been doing it mm-hmm. even longer. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I would say, I would say the problem <laughs> with Ray Stevens was he's more pure country. So like he's stuck to a genre, and Weird Al is a changeling. Everything is up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. It's not just don't look asshole. Yes, <laughs> boogie so, day, boogie day. For those of you who, <laughs> for those of you who don't know who Ray Stevens is, <laughs> I wasn't ready. The problem, <laughs> probably the most famous song you're gonna know him from is "Over Christmas Time." Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I was thinking the streak. The streak is the one that. Yeah, or Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Uh, I remember seeing that on CMT at my grandma's yep. house. Yeah. Yep. I don't know either of those. What? Wow. You don't know the Mississippi Squirrel Revival or the streak? No. What? Look out, Ethel. Yeah. No. She's already... I can't remember the rest of that. <laughs> okay, I got to go listen to those now. But yeah, yeah no. Yeah, you do. It's like most people I know would know Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer because it's so commercialized now. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give you that. That's but, why I'm thinking like our average person would know those that one specifically. They would know that song. Yeah. I would almost I didn't even they made it a really cartoon. Until, I didn't even realize that was all Ray Stevens. Is that a Ray Stevens original? Maybe. I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Like I said, I, Kyle, I, I was the a Googles. huge Ray Stevens. Yeah, I was a huge Ray Stevens fan mm-hmm. back in my day. Who's the that, Google? That's what'll get you know, like you ask for my influence, like uh I'll just say like I grew up. I grew up in a very religious household uh, for the early part of my life. Uh, wasn't allowed to listen to anything that my parents didn't listen to. So I grew up on a lot of 60s, 50s, and, you know, some 70s. That's like, and Ray Stevens, I mean, Ray Stevens has a career back to the 60s. Oh, he's like. Might be before that. Like might be 50s. It might oh. be. But, like, his early stuff were religious albums. Yeah, like, I was like gospel he, singer. Yeah, yeah. Really? So yeah. yeah, he actually has a really good like Ray Stevens has a really good singing voice, and then just realized like, Meh, I'm gonna make these comedy albums. Uh, Ray Stevens yeah, didn't I'm, actually do that till years later. It was uh, I'm still going. The grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Originally performed by husband and wife duo of Elmo Shropshire and Patsy Trigg in 1979. See, really? Yeah. Huh. Real big. I fish will say. It. <laughs> real big cool. fish did nice um, wait did they sell out when they did it oh, happy scholar they sold days. out first they sold out first yeah, yeah. real big fish did a did a holiday I, album i'm gonna have to listen to that now i love real big fish bad ska oh that was fun ska oh, was. music ska was a great Lots of horns. Just yeah ska horns. was a great <laughs> little <laughs> what was that little blip in the musical world Scott never yeah. really went away. 
Yeah, because everybody yeah. throws in a trumpet every so often. Like, oh, yeah. ska music. It's like, no, that's Tool, man. It's a yeah. ska revival. <laughs> I liked ska. Yeah, it was fun. So we're down. We're down. Um, so he, he was high school valedictorian. He went to college at Cal Poly Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and he studied architecture. Yep. And this is kind of rounding back to what Adam was saying earlier. He had a radio show then. Mm-hmm. And that's where he earned his nickname was on the radio show in well, college when he was DJ. Or did he have a show or was he just DJing? I he was DJing. Well. He was DJing. I probably did have a show, you know, college, good colleges, yeah. not ours, have a radio station. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I also know, I also was reading uh, about that. He's mentioned that uh, the Weird Al moniker was, uh, was used in the dorms by his okay. older class. Like you were talking, again, a 16 year old with these 18 year olds like you know he's not gonna fit in they called him weird because he was already making parodies before he went to college so an accordion player at that so they called him weird al and he hated it uh but then when you know he he followed in dr demento's kind of footsteps of doing a doing a radio show and he adopted the weird al moniker and his, you know if his dorm mates were calling him that that kind of infers like there was like a regular al on the floor too like hey there's yeah, Al. Like, oh look oh, it's and Al, and here's weird there's weird al well uh, you know alfred alfred fired i call a more common name back then probably um like again i love weird al he is probably one of my favorite artists because i can remember you know when times were tougher like like all of us did when we were younger getting bullied yeah and listening to this stuff, like listening to his albums, they helped me get through some tough times just because it yep. made me laugh. It made me feel good. And it's like, okay, this guy can make light of a like a really serious song. You know, maybe what I got going on isn't that bad right now. Right. And I I I love Weird Al. And Weird Al, on the one in one hundred trillionth chance that you're listening to this, thank you. We love thank you. Thank you. And yes. come on the show. And come yes. on the show. We would yeah. love to have you on I the mean, show. We can't come back to Tulsa. We need to do a Twitter more. campaign to try and get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Avoid Oklahoma City. Come to Tulsa. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Stitch in I, Oklahoma City. You don't want to go there. And I don't like. And he has he has such close ties. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know about close, but he has ties to Tulsa because that's where he filmed his movie. Yep. UHF. So it's like yep. yep. I love so, UHF. Yep. Twinkie Winnie sandwich. <laughs> And he doesn't even eat anymore because he's a vegetarian. Which is now weird. Yeah, just like Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, do you have a do you have a favorite song, Chris? <sighs> There's a couple that I really, really like by him. Um one of the ones that I I loved was um off the deep end here, which is my background cover which was, I think it was off this album. It was um, the Millie Vanilli parody of um, Blame It on the Rain, Blame It on the Drain. <laughs> um, it, like, I'm going to make you listen to that one because it's just so funny. It's, you know, he's talking about Blame It on the Drain, Roto-Rooter 65,000, I think he goes. Yeah. I'll probably um, be uh, weird on it on my mini road trip this evening this yeah it, oh, it's it's worth it it's high worth it um that's one of my favorites and then there was another one you guys go on i gotta look real quick because there was another one that i really like uh kyle what? i know there's several that i just won't even remember liking because 
you know, we're and we'll remember these because MTV actually used to play them, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's yeah. how I learned about Weird Al was not from the radio, but going and staying at my dad's house, he had cable and they had MTV and they played you know music videos then. Um, you know, <laughs> novel as concept. I'm, as I'm as I'm showing my age. I'm I'm hungry. Wrong sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hungry for these music videos. There it was. I don't... I'm hungry. Son of a bitch. I picked the wrong button. <laughs> As I'm showing my age. Get off my lawn. Because they actually showed, you know, music videos back then. Um, That's true. I think the first one, it may not have been the first one I saw, but the first one I can remember seeing was uh, Fat. And oh, that's such a great yeah. song. Off the uh, Even Worse album, which is behind me here. Um yeah, I just remember the fat suit and like thinking that was hilarious, you know, because I was like probably 12 mm-hmm. when I saw it. And so that's, I was just getting into Beavis and Butthead and, you know, that kind of humor that like shaped the type of humor that I have now. You know, I, I mean, I think this stuff, Weird Al stuff, that's the times that we grew up in with Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill starting to kick off that really shaped our sense of humor and our comedy yeah. or lack of that we do now. <laughs> Well, and, and uh, now and now it's like it's turned into like riff tracks and mystery science yeah. theater 3000 all that it's like it's it's like that progression yeah mm-hmm. you know adam what's your favorite uh favorite album favorite like how do you want to go go both okay favorite album is probably a uh, bad hair day uh just because it's the one with amish paradise yes uh, that's another one yeah it's like it's hard paradise. for me to choose right. between yeah yeah um it also has it it actually does have my favorite original song of his uh the night santa went crazy because <laughs> uh, santa is a scary scary man uh fat jolly guy that's can come into your house at any time knows if you've been bad or good mm, there's something sus there uh that's something i need to dive into is his originals i don't think yeah I've really his originals are pretty good to any if many you know yeah and there, there's sometimes like in his early career, there was actually like he tried to be kind of semi serious with his originals, you know, like, uh, but they all have that, that com- like a comedic piece to it. And then, then he has the ones that are like the pastiche or the uh, in like of songs, which is like, oh, he picks a, 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 a genre, maybe somebody out of that genre and makes the song sound like it. Mm hmm. So, but uh, definitely, yeah, definitely favorite. Uh, oh well, uh, <laughs> favorite song definitely. Uh, uh, the night Santa went crazy. As far as original, um, original content. Yeah, as original song. Mm. Oh, okay. Now I'm looking at this again. I remember why I loved Off the Deep End so much. I also like the saga. What is it? The saga begins. Yes, that's off of uh, Running with Scissors. I love that that's, one. That's my. That's honestly probably my favorite song of his. Like of his. Am, yeah, American Pie is top two songs ever for me. So it's just it's just nice. It is funny to hear that. So so I like that, but. Then now I'm looking at the the set list from um, the songs from Off the Deep End, and I remember why this is one of my favorite albums. It has 
Trigger Happy Smells Like Nirvana, which is the parody mm-hmm. of Smells Like Teen Spirit. The album cover is the one behind me. If you guys are watching the YouTubes, it's like the little baby chasing after the dollar, except it's weird down naked ch- chasing after a donut on a fishing hook. Mm-hmm. And the angle he is totally teabagging you. It, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm okay with that. It's weird mm-hmm. Or Chris um, is the censor. My his- favorite original song by him is You Don't Love Me Anymore. And that's the number three. It was the number two song that they released off this album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle, you've got to listen to that one. It, yeah, he's talking about our first on the list. I'll just go all the way through it on the drive today. Oh, it's it's a great one because <laughs> this one he's talking about how um she pulled out his chest hairs with an old pair of pliers and like all the stuff she's doing to him, like setting him on fire. And he thinks that she might not love him anymore. I remember um, listening to Smells Like Nirvana. And that's the thing, as I go back um and like looking at the list of songs, like, oh, I remember hearing that. Like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I heard that before I heard the original. You song, know it, which happened yeah. a few yeah. times. Yeah. Like, I think anybody would probably knows a lot more of these songs than they realize they know, especially anybody over like 35. Oh, 100%. 30, 35, because yeah. you've been hearing them forever in the back. Like, and it'll come back to you, like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that. And then, oh, yeah. It'll yeah. kick up a memory of, oh, I was here when I heard that, or I was watching this, or, you know, hanging out with these friends. Right. And then, what was the other ones on there? Uh, I can't watch this, was just a parody of You Can't Touch This. Mm hmm. Um, and then the white stuff, which was the parody of the right stuff from the back, uh, not back, um, New Kids on the Block. It's talking yep. about the white stuff in the oh, middle oh, of an Oreo. Oreo. Yeah. The white <laughs> What's stuff. in the middle? The white stuff. And then spread it on my tea or all, spread it on my toast. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, all my favorite stuff by him, though, is all the polka parodies, the comp, the super tracks that he does to yeah. polka, like polka your eyes out um what is it bohemian polka yeah like i admit like angry white boy polka mm -hmm. i I enjoy the polkas but i can't ever keep their names straight like i can i can sing along and whatever when they come on but i can't i mean they're they're such like not even such generic it's just they are kind of a a generic thing but again they the it the way it blends the way it fades into each song is pretty Brilliant. much a, are you trying yeah. to say all polkas sound alike that's that's yes. that's what i'm hearing polkist that's polkist you're being a polkist i'm, I'm fine being a polkist i will die on that hill all right adam <laughs> why don't why don't you explain to everyone because i guarantee you there's a lot of people that don't know what we're talking about what are we talking not being a polkist we all know you're a polkist mm-hmm. but okay. what are what are what are his polka songs what are we talking about he yeah the polkas he just takes a a medley of different songs like literally like sometimes yeah like the hits sometimes just like like you said like the bohemian like sometimes it's literally just a single artist like a lot of their songs he does uh and he like it's 20 30 seconds of the lyrics with a literally a polka beat that still has some of the original sound to it too but there's always an accordion yeah like there's always like an accordion polka bass line everything to them so and like they're just fun yeah like and they are they're just they're just meant to be fun like half the time i think they're on like the, in the middle of the album so if you listen to the album straight through it's just like an interlude that you can kind of just oh okay like you know be you know be cheerful not mm-hmm. I'm yeah, kind of so. go off that line when you say like you know they were just meant to be fun like all i think his music like defines guilty pleasure yes yeah honestly like 
everybody's listened to it. There's, I don't, I've never heard anybody like, there's probably people that, there's obviously going to be people that don't like him. I've never heard anybody say that they just downright dislike everything he's done. Like, I've yeah. run into somebody that's heard something that they like. You know, they may not be crazy about it, but they, you know, like, yeah, I enjoyed it. At least, you know, and it's, it's mm-hmm. nothing that you have to, you can just sit back and enjoy it. You, right. you don't have to overthink it. Like, it's fun for what it is. It's funny for being funny's sake. It's not trying to push some, you know, message. It's just there and it's easy to enjoy. Well, and, and, and I'll also say it's like, it's there. It's always pretty wholesome in the end too. Like, yeah, he's, I mean, when he is, when it is kind of an in, any kind of insult, it's lighthearted. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not any killing anybody. I mean, granted there's been jokes about some, but whatever, but it is, it's all wholesome and funny that literally is pretty much family friendly. You can listen to your kids and not really yeah. worry too much. Yeah, and like I said, it's like it's, there's a lot of times it's like really smart lyrics. It's like, oh, all right, mm-hmm. cool, you know. And 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 I'll say like, going to your point, the only people I've 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 had some people who's like, oh, Weird Al sucks, and like like we said earlier, it's like, oh, all he does is rip off other artists and blah blah blah, and they're kind of like hipster, you know. I don't know what the opposite of a hipster or whatever would be. That's like, oh, Us. this is well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, but we I don't didn't like him category. first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the people that are like, they're more of like, I didn't like him just to just to be able to say they didn't like him because they don't yeah. want to they don't want to admit to liking something that's a. I mean, I'll say it, too it's cool. a joke. Yeah, too cool for school. Weird out, Weird Al's a joke, and that's fine. I mean, that's what he's going for. Yeah, like he wants humor, he wants fun. You know, just so. like jumping on the bandwagon of hate, like for yeah, you see people that um. The first one that came to mind would be like Post Malone. It was like, oh, I don't even listen to anything he says. And like, I didn't either for a long time. And like, oh, he's actually a talented musician when you get into he's some like super, super talented. talented. I hated him at first. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. I, the guy I, is yeah. super talented. He's smart too. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a reason not to like him. Everybody's just like, oh, I don't like him. And like, okay, well, maybe I don't like him either. Then I started listening. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's pretty good. You I know, think or, that goes back to our inner like, nerd too. Though. Like, you know, Nickelback. Well, Nickelback, no. I'm gonna say your favorite band, Nickelback and Creed. You know, number one, number one bands <laughs> in the world. Open. Yep. And you take your mom. Look at funny. this chofograph. Because yeah. <laughs> one of those two, I can't ever remember which one, but one of them is like literally what has like the most singles, most albums I think sold at this point. Or Nickelback. Dang, yeah. Nickelback. But yet, yet try to find anybody that says they like Nickelback. Okay, but yeah, I, I'm gonna admit concerts are all sold out. <laughs> I've been to the I concerts. don't mind Nickelback. I really don't. I really I don't, don't. Some of like animals, I love that song. And then the one that they did um that was in front uh for Raw for years. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That one, I really love that song. I, I think they got controlled by their label because yeah, I've heard too. I've seen and heard I've seen videos of them in con- and I've seen them in concert too, and they're really entertaining too. like he's a hell of a front man mm-hmm. but i've seen videos of them in concert playing music that wasn't theirs like they did um like half of uh sad but true by metallica one time and it was badass i was like ooh, yeah. like they they could have been very heavy like they could have went super heavy if they wanted to but they didn't i think the label got a hold of them yeah i could see that and then they just it just feels like they didn't have time to do a like maybe a, a separate band like 
like yeah. tw- like James Mayer Keenan did with Pucifer and Perfect Circle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, right, here's Tool. This is this music. This but I want to do, I want to do comedy. So I'm going to start Pucifer and, and have a song called Country Boner. Yeah. You know, so. Or uh, Conditions of Upper Winter is probably my favorite Pucifer song. Yeah. So. Uh, it's all Maynard, though. It's all going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But, you know, speaking of concerts, if you guys haven't been to a Weird Al concert, I tell everybody, if you even halfway like him, go. It is, they are one of the, it is one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It's nonstop, like literally there is barely a, a gap between the next song. He has, he changes costumes throughout the whole thing. Uh, he has uh, audience participation. Like, it's it's nonstop. I've had other people that I've bought tickets to go and then people bailed. So I've taken other people and almost every one of them is like, like, no, that was a that was an awesome concert. That was like fun. It's like, yeah. It's like, so let's go on that. What makes it what makes it so much fun? What can you explain why it's so much fun? Like I said, there's there's no like. If, if there's a costume change, which happens a lot, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll have a song or two. And then he has like a, now he has like a, the last one I went to anyways, he had a video screen that pops down and plays skits or he, he does like the, you know, the, oh, was it a, oh God, I can't remember his name. Uh, Galifianakis does the. Is that, uh, is that between that, two ferns? Yeah. Between two ferns. He has, he did that stuff too for some interviews, but it's literally, he just clips himself into like somebody else's oh that's real awesome interview, i think know? i've so seen like, clips of him yeah. doing that like he, he's done that for a long time he's done it with eminem a lot because eminem kind of you know tries to keep up the the hate with him it's like oh do you know though, do you know why i don't that's why i'm asking do you know oh, why? No, I've, heard like, <laughs> I've heard there's a beef with oh, them. i was like no no no, no i've heard there's the, a beef with them the only beef is like eminem it, it's like a lot of these other artists the artists think their song means too much like it's got you know so it's like so i can't let you make fun of it yeah right you know uh like the the, the famous one is coolio and mm-hmm. amish paradise like and uh and, and again we we you said it earlier like weird al his first few ones he didn't ask for permission because he wasn't huge and famous mm-hmm. but now but now i mean probably after that second album even he asked for permission. Uh, he he even signs over half the royalties uh, on. All, I, I mean, I guess it's the case in everywhere, anyways. But like, if you go go read the liner notes of uh, lyrics, their name is always on there with his. You know, it's like he gives them he gives them as much, if not more, than he's than he's required to by law. Like by law, really, he doesn't have to ask any of these people to do any of this stuff. Parodies are considered fair use and you don't have to do anything. But you might have to pay royalties. Yeah. Because because of the Coolio incident and just just the fact that he wants he wants these people to respect like his his music. I mean, you know, it's like everybody else. I get that. Coolio Coolio eventually came around, didn't he? Yeah. Coolio, like Weird Al makes a joke where it's like he know he doesn't have to wear his uh, bulletproof vest out in public anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But because uh, originally he asked, I, I don't, I don't know what record label, but he asked the record because that's where he originally he did. He would just ask the record label because even during Coolio's time, and is that was, I mean, that 
that's the bad hair day one of my favorite albums is uh but he didn't probably get to talk to the the artists themselves directly you know uh but um i think he asked the record label the record label said yes it's fine and then he did it and then coolio is like it's crap you're making fun of this like this this meant even though even amish paradise i believe is like not a ripoff but it's an homage to another song before it so it's like there's a lineage there already Mm -hmm. uh so so that was like it like like but even weird out even then made jokes like he still cashes the royalty checks yeah like and there was no lawsuit like as well as he should yeah coolio kept saying I'm going to sue you and blah, blah, blah. And there's never been a lawsuit brought up. No, because he was, he probably made bank off of that. Well, but. and a lot of times going back to a lot of this, uh, cause I was going to say earlier, you know, music, I don't listen to new music just cause I don't listen to the radio anymore, all that stuff. But, uh, so half the new songs I hear are either in the bar on the jukebox, uh, or a weird out cover. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like chameleon air or whatever, you know, but even those people like, uh, I believe it was Chameleon Air even says like, I loved Weird Al covering my song because it made my album go up to number one again. And it was like almost a year after his album was released. Really? Yeah. It's like Because he, it renews interest in the song. Yeah. Because everybody's like, oh, well, what's what's that original? Especially like the Weird Al fans that's not going to listen to the R&B hip hop stations, you know, whatever. But they're, they're going to want to know what the original was. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's got a cool beat. So I know that's not Weird Al's beat, you know, or whatever. So it's like, I want to know the real lyrics you know because it's happened all the time like uh going back to uh nirvana kurt cobain he originally said he loved weird al covering it because it means that their band made it mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it's one of his things like isn't that kind of sweet though mm-hmm. yeah like a lot of people embrace it like there's another one with uh, lady gaga uh originally he did he was gonna do a cover the the, uh, the, his, her record label producers everybody associate agent everybody said yes or no they said no and he asked her and she's like yeah do it no problem go for it it could happen yeah because it's either it's either the artist is going to try to be overprotective of their of their uh, intellectual property or the agents and everything else don't want it even though again it's proven that when he releases it usually it helps like the sales of the other album again you know there's there's a pretty good list of people that refused to mm-hmm. you know he asked for permission and refused like uh prince refused oh god before yeah. he died prince over and over and over again yeah there's tried there's so a, hard there's a story on prince that uh at one of the music uh it, uh emmy yeah. or not emmys whatever uh grammys award shows maybe billboard or grammys or something yeah uh, they were they they were somehow sat in the same row, and Prince's agent. Everybody sent Weird Al a letter saying, "Do not make eye contact with Prince. Do not do any of this stuff with Prince." All like they were like protecting him. Like you know what so. that reminds me of? Like the old Saturday Night Live skit that Maya Rudolph did as Beyonce. You know what I'm talking about? She's like, "We don't talk to Prince. Yeah, we don't talk yeah. to the <laughs> Prince." You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I yeah. Kyle doesn't look at the blank look on his face. God bless it, Kyle. Kyle's just not hip. Hmm. But yeah, he's thinking now. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the clip later. So Prince there's... refused. Uh, Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin, who is a admitted fan of Al, right. still did not, you know, refuse him to do uh, 
uh, to create a polka medley of Zeppelin songs. Right. But he uh, did allow him to re-record Black Dog, like a piece of Black Dog in like the Stuck in a Drive-Thru uh, song. Oh, okay. So it's, so, I mean, all it is is like the instrumental part. So it's yeah. like not anything else. It's a, uh, but yeah, it just proves. And, and even going back to Prince, there's a, uh, I, there's something that Prince finally did okay, or maybe his estate did. Mm-hmm. I think but, it was after he died they finally yeah like, yeah. yeah this might have been but he still hasn't written a a parody song against prince like he do you think him. he ever will at this point i think he might like literally maybe his next album if he talks to the estate and they are okay with it he might finally because there's more uh uh what's his uh, uh i can't even think his name uh phil collins yeah like won't won't allow like won't allow anything either because he's phil collins phil collins paul yeah. mccartney uh eminem the an interesting one was james blunt that his label denied but james uh blunt personally approved yeah um well, you two denied a polka medley yeah well and even eminem eminem refused but uh then i either okayed it or something happened because there's a song called couch potato that's an eminem uh lose yourself uh parody okay um, so eventually came around yeah, and uh, Paul McCartney's is weird because uh, it's he want Paul McCartney's a vegetarian, so he doesn't want to. He and it's like uh, Weird Al had one called Chicken Pot Pie. Yeah, and and Phil and and uh, Paul McCartney's like, can you make it tofu pot pie? Like Weird Al, even Weird Al is a vegetarian. It's like, no, no, <laughs> like, it's Weird Al's a vegetarian, but literally he does it for I like. Supposedly, he was handed a book that was like, oh, you're one of those, like, scare you from meat, like how it was, you know, butcher and all that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, th- I think he realizes that I can still sing about it. I can still yeah. sing about, you know, all this stuff. So, so I don't know where I was going with that. I, I was just thinking about, it. I was trying to think of a way to formulate that question, but I can't. Okay, go on. Um, there was that went something- far. So as we were kind of like, I found some of these cool little fun facts um, as I was looking for this fact in particular, and we talked about it um, before we started recording. I'm just going to quote the uh, the thing directly. I think it's from Wikipedia or somewhere. So with uh, with word crimes from uh, the Mandatory Fun album debuted at number 39 on the Billboard Hot 100 awesome. in 2014. He became the third musical artist after Michael Jackson and Madonna. To have a song in the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100 over every decade since the 80s. So his other ones were Eat It, Smells Like Nirvana, and White and Nerdy. So Eat It, 80s, Smell Like Nirvana, 90s, White and Nerdy, the 2000s, and then, then he hit the 2010s. So if he hits anything this decade, yeah, they'll have, uh, yeah. So what he, was, Adam, what was Word Crimes? Because I loved Word Crimes. And uh, for okay, let's 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 give a little background on this first. My wife loves word crimes because she's a word junkie, a word nerd. Oh yeah, yeah. She makes her living off of words. You know, we've said this before, Kyle. You know, words have meaning; they have power. Yeah. And that's what Lily's career is: is all about words and how you use them and how you group them together. You know this. Mm-hmm. So she geeked out about this. Adam, what's word crimes a parody of? uh is robin thick right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see see that's just it i know it and i've watched that of course i've watched that uh the unrated video um, well, who hasn't <laughs> Kyle, but, you've seen it uh, a few times 
man, I, and it's Pharrell Williams, I know, is in there, so that's probably why it's also still good. Uh, I can't even think. What, what is the name? Blurred Lines. Lines. Blurred Lines. There we go. Which was a ripoff oh, of another that, you were song. trying to get the original. Okay, I didn't know yeah. where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all and, I was doing. Well, and, and and speaking of Pharrell Williams, Pharrell Williams is another one of those that loves Weird Al. Like uh, when Weird Al made the song Tacky is... is uh, uh, tacky. Yeah, it's a, a playoff of Happy, you know? So it's like he... Like I said, a lot of these music artists you find out actually have a sense of humor. They they like it. It's, you know, I don't want to... But it's like the these ones that have either a hardcore element like is in Coolio's Amish Paradise, mm-hmm. Eminem songs. They're the ones that don't want to let go because they're afraid. I think they're afraid that their own their own entourage will call them soft or something. So they got to keep that street beef, you know. So they just I don't take care. the edge off the song a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I do get that, but I think it's my love of Weird Al kind of outweighs that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I loved I loved uh, Word Crimes because like yeah, it's it's fun to like if you. Just yeah, it, like because he's not. I mean, he is literally giving you a grammar lesson, mm-hmm. like throughout the whole thing, and it's accurate, you know. Mm-hmm. So it really is. If if you all aren't, just listen. If we're giving you recommendations on it, you don't have to take it, but by all means, there's a reason we're giving recommendations on it, just because mm-hmm. it meant so much to us. My recommendation is all 14 albums. So okay, <laughs> well that's easy enough. Well sold. Yeah. Um, and and his four like going to that, I guess. Uh you realize that like his his 14 albums have been with all the same recording company. Like he like they signed him to a 14 year deal or like which is really unusual nowadays. Well, it was unusual then. Like because the only reason he got like they didn't think comedy albums were gonna sell that much. So they they hit him, I think it was like a 10 album deal. Yeah. Like was the first one. And then they extended it. And it's not the same company more. Like it's, it was like, it's Scotty Brothers was the original. And now they were owned literally Tool, going back to Tool, one of my other favorite bands, Tool and Weird Al were, on, were owned by the same record label for a long time, Volcano Records, because they bought Scotty Brothers. And then now it's all owned by Sony, I believe. So it's but didn't Tool records. break off into their own? They did, like their next album will, but their I think their last album finished their record contract. They tried. If it took them long doing. enough. Yeah. Well, because well, what? Every <laughs> ten years we get a Tool album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Shit, I wish it was more often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like one of those. They at one point they tried to break off too, but. Uh, I guess they changed the CEO of the record label and everything and convinced them just to stay. But they've, them and Weird Al both have finished their record labels. Uh, they tried to sign Weird Al to another like 10 album deal after mm-hmm. he's done 14. Holy shit. And, and he finally said no, because the last album, uh, Mandatory Fun, debuted at number one finally. Mm-hmm. But also like the first five, five tracks off of that album he released on the internet before before the album came out like literally like six eight months before the album came out because over his time he realizes if he could get an uh, a parody out when the current parody is still out there he does better yeah you know of course it's gonna do better 
but you know having to record an album write an album everything it takes it so long but and that's and he said and now with youtube just the way the internet works now he's not gonna like he's gonna be an independent uh record artist well, he now could, and probably he could just do spotify uh, stuff and well yeah he could do spotify YouTube. he could do just a video he wouldn't even have to do a full yeah. album he's just like okay this is hot yeah. now i'm gonna do this song i'm gonna throw it out on youtube it'll get 20 million views i'll make you know 30 grand off of it and roll on but let's talk about him and the internet i didn't put any of this in the notes but i do remember reading this and um so you know we were just talking about weird al the internet youtube mm -hmm. go back about 20 years weird <laughs> al the internet and napster and oh. him being wrongly attributed to many songs many. that were many not his songs. that were either you know vulgar racist that, that, that did not fit into his yeah just because they were quote-unquote funny songs weird yeah there were we comedy songs and weird songs and i remember i remember uh in it i remember getting in trouble from nsu a lot of times for downloading torrents torrents and blah blah, blah off of uh, <laughs> well, to be fair that's not the only time you got in trouble with that yeah. well yeah well, uh <laughs> hey we won't speak of that that was over well not over 20 years anyways anyways before, yeah, before we like, learned about vpns and all that other fun stuff it, well, VPNs didn't I mean, even exist back then. And it was it was my first time as a as coming from a podunk town having fast internet. It was like, oh I'm downloading brother. all the internet. Yeah. When I moved into the dorms, it was a token ring connection. No, so did I. Me too. So yeah, Adam and I had token rings. Uh, Kyle probably didn't even know that because they had fucking Ethernet by then. Yeah, I would have I known think... more if somebody wouldn't have talked me out of switching my major from MIS to you should business. be thankful. Look how miserable I am. Yeah, a, <laughs> you would have been miserable anyways. I wouldn't know. No, that's things. true too. Yeah, we could be miserable together. Yeah, we are miserable together. That's true. <laughs> Look now what we, we do we, now. now. We, we did Adam fight along. each other again. Yeah, you sunk my life. Go ahead, go. No, <laughs> uh, no. I Chris, like like we said, Chris and I go way back. He he ruined my life in college. You know, yeah. made me sign up for extracurriculars. So many lives. You know actually. That's where we became close. You, he, Adam was always my number two. And when we did the student activities, so mm -hmm. yeah, I did ruin his life. Yeah. But yeah, it's a token ring. Cause I remember, I remember I, I had a pre built computer that I bought from Best Buy like right before I went to college. Cause I'm like, well, I gotta have one. You know, you need to have a computer. Mm -hmm. Get there and they're like, you need this, you need this, uh, you need this uh, card. And I'm like, what? Uh, I mean, I was a nerd, but not that big of a nerd mm -hmm. um so yeah so i had to go to the campus bookstore and and it wasn't and this was before like i don't in 2000 and pay the marked up price that they charged for it and in 2000 it wasn't even in the 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 main bit like i think it was in Lozier. like they moved like they something like they were doing like the renovation at that time yeah so like i remember being lost anyways but yeah like having to go buy this i, I think it was only like 30 bucks so it wasn't like it was outrageous. Yeah, but you probably could have got it for ten bucks off campus somewhere. Oh, probably. But then, but then you had to call. You had to call the stupid MIS people and <laughs> tell them mm -hmm. to come put this stupid thingy in your wall and then do something in the closet, which I think they were just, you know, taking a smoke break in there half the time. But yeah, so it was like it was a weird, convoluted system. And I think the next year they were like, "Oh, all the rooms are just going to have it." from the start we're not going to bother with this anymore because mm. i think it was like 25 dollars for the for this some for the year 
Like, I think that's all you had to do is pay them 25 bucks. They would the hook you was up. Cheap. Yeah, it was like internet 25 bucks for the year. Cheap. And it would like carry over. So as long as you paid it once, your whole college career, they're like, yeah, here you go. And so you I remember getting a refund of, yeah, I remember getting a refund of $25 once because they're like, uh, we just gave this away to everybody. So here you go. Like, yeah, right. they, took, they took my uh, refund out of my parking tickets. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, those were fun times. So speaking of colleges, um, another cool little fun fact thing that I dug up here. Um, in 2020, Mark Rydell, Rydell, Riedel, however you say his name, researcher Rydell, Rydell, uh, researcher at Georgia Tech created an algorithm that generates lyrics to match the rhyme and syllable schemes of pre-existing songs. I almost said songs. Pre-existing songs. <laughs> Those were ska songs. <sighs> The algorithm was called the Weird Al Yankovic in reference to Yankovic's similar song parodies. Which is awesome. You had an AI named after you. Yeah. Doesn't happen that much. Doesn't happen that often. I mean, if you're Weird Al, it happens, I guess. I don't think we're going to get it. 100% of the time, I guess. So let's talk about how he stays relevant. So he's still relevant. We're talking about him. He's yeah, still we're still talking stuff. about him. So it, here's the thing. You have to be a musical genius to reinvent yourself as many times as he had. I saw this interview with him. It might have been literally, it might have been like 2020, something like that. But he said, you know, what, you know, how do you stay relevant? And he said, you know, or no, it was something about um, his comeback album. And that was the 2014 album. The Mandatory Fun. Yeah. The Mandatory Fun. And he goes, every album is a comeback album for me. I have to constantly reinvent myself to stay relevant. And so I have to constantly reinvent myself as a comeback. Because if not, people won't listen. It's a good attitude and to have with it. That was a great yeah. attitude. It's, it's, he didn't have a huge head saying, you know, I'm, I've got decades long. I've sold this many albums. You know, I've got a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally, yeah. I have to reinvent myself. Yeah, he's not, he's not saying people should listen to him just because he's Weird Al. No. Well, and it goes back to that he's very humble. And I'm not saying he should be, but it's, he does, like, you go read his stats and it's like, oh, yeah, like, was it 12 million albums or whatever since whatever year they put on there? Mm -hmm. uh, but if you also go back and look at it, half of those albums weren't hits they didn't get gold they might have had a hit on them but the album themselves weren't anything you know it's you know back in the day of when singles could do better than your album because they could literally still buy the single not the whole album kind of thing mm -hmm. uh i i've i've never considered it reinvented himself i i consider it more of like because he's always creating parodies I consider it more of he stays in touch. Yeah. Like he's not one of these. It's like, oh, well, music, this is the better music. He's like, well, no, the young kids like this stuff. And this is a hit. And here I am. And, you know, like I said, like just and, and I do think some out some artists maybe give him music early to let them know, you know, or yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever, because going back to the saga begins, you know, he was he wrote that song based on the script. Like, which is awesome yeah so that means he got the script early if not 
like right as the because no way he went and watched the movie and wrote that song well, and released it as quick as he did. I mean, I have heard. I don't know. You might be able to confirm this. I've heard he's friends with Lucas. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Like I said, like I do think I do think he got it early because I I, I want to say there was like in an interview before or something I've read that he wrote it actually talked made you know of course checked with George Lucas uh, and checked with uh, uh, Don McLean for American mm-hmm. Pie. Uh, he goes through all and, the right routes. He really yeah does. yeah like we said he checks he checks every box and I think George Lucas even says like oh that's not in the final cut anymore like to some things so it's like so it helped him change around because i don't think anything in that song is wrong like so it's all no it's all accurate yeah so it's like all right but and and again it goes like we said it goes back to he he's he's relevant because he takes he he does he does the things necessary he doesn't take any shortcuts he doesn't take anything for granted and 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 going back to uh the uhf you know that that movie bombed that movie was garbage at the box office. It was only in for a month. But it is a it... cult classic. No, no, yes, but that's but that's the definition of a cult classic, right? It's got yeah. a bomb. It's got a bomb at the and box people office. love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it did. It, I, I want to say it was like a month later. It was like out Kyle's of porno tape. The... <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Hey, you know, that's certified gold. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I believe the uh, name of the porn was Circumcision Gold. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's like, because like, Speaking of UHF, uh, in his in in anything he says, uh, it took him three years after UHF to write another album, and that's where uh, Teen or uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit came from. Oh, like I didn't know that. It it was like it's. I think it was like the first album after UHF, or maybe not. Uh, It would have been eighty nine. Was the movie off the deep end? Was ninety two? Yeah. Yeah. So there. Yeah. So yeah uh but alapalooza was after that i think yeah but alapalooza is a compilation basically isn't it no no it isn't no, alapalooza yeah, has some uh, alapalooza yeah, has harvey the, the wonder hamster on it yeah and jurassic i guess when i say like it has a lot of stuff from his like the harvey was from his anyways like off track yes. there but yeah uhf he went through major depression because of that because it bombed everybody so said his, his yeah everybody said his career was over all this stuff you know and then uh he heard nirvana's uh uh teen spirit and it got his creative juices going and he cranked that that out and got a new album and bam like he like you said that's definitely a re like a comeback album right is you know one of his so well on that all right so if you had to pick five songs to draw on new fans for weird Al. What would you pick? Man, that's man, it's such a hard one. I would I, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you at this point, but I would say give me just anybody, throw out, just throw out a couple well, that you think could draw on some people. Well, I'm saying like I would say like if you if the person says they're into classic rock, be like another one rides the bus, uh my Bologna, uh things like that. If they're into new new stuff, blurred line, like it's you can almost get the five songs you need to get weird owl with them. To what their music taste is yeah and that's why i was like you would like because there's there's classic because again like i was saying earlier oh another thing that got me into weird al was i listened to the food album was one of the first album that came out in like 93 i want to okay. say because again i was religious but we right. went to we went to camp I, I went to summer camp 
uh, in our uh, in in our college's backyard, Camp Heart of Hills, because uh, mm-hmm. I was actually uh, in the Salvation Army, uh, <laughs> and so I went and like literally, I probably had thank you for your Stevens. service. Yep. Thank you for your service. Uh, I had Ray Stevens tapes, and this is all tapes, all cassette tapes. Uh, I had Ray Stevens, uh, Beatles. <laughs> I was broke, Chris. I'm sorry. He just went right along with it, and then it clicked. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, I no, I I. That's the problem with you and me. That's what Lily says. You two, she goes. You two just start going, and then you don't even realize it. Then you realize it, and you guys start snickering. Realize how you got sorry, Adam. (laughs) Thank you for your service. Go on, Ed. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's so I was like the food album is a compilation album. So it's literally all, you know, eat it, fat, uh my I don't know if my my bologna might have been on there. I don't know. I don't remember what's on there now. But again, since this was at church camp, so of course there was no heavy metal, uh no I don't know what was controversial in ninety-three, you know, as it is mm-hmm. now. But anyways. Uh, so I li- like this kid li- loaned me that album and I think it was brand new so we got it before but apparently he was a Weird Al fan so he'd already heard all these songs so so he didn't but I listened to that thing backwards and forwards back- like I probably almost wore that tape out for him and I remember giving it back uh, and then bugging my parents and like I said my parents didn't really let me listen to anything you know that wasn't 50s 60s but they caved, or at least we went and looked, and I, we probably went to Walmart. Uh, the tape was there. Uh, and I think what really helped me was uh, uh, Lasagna. The song Lasagna is on that album, which is the parody of La Bamba. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we'd listen to La Bamba, Richie Fallon's, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, so the so my parents saw that, and they probably asked the uh, the it's like is this is this good for children and you know like yeah you know probably something like oh he's a joke or whatever but it's like you know it's like no yeah so we listened to that on the way home we listened to that song they never wanted to listen to weird al again but (laughs) we never got to listen to it in the car but they never they never questioned if i wanted to go buy a weird al cd from or an album you know as they realized like oh yeah no it's fine (laughs) gold too yeah, well, I mean, like a lot of his albums went gold. Well, I mean, that just being the compilation, yeah. I'm, and I'm looking at the track list off of that, and there's songs that I've heard that I hadn't realized that I'd heard that. Like when you read the title, like okay, like when you yeah. say lasagna, okay, that was La Bamba. I remember hearing that. It had fat mm-hmm. lasagna, uh, addicted to spuds, which mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard. Now I want to hear that one. Oh, well, that's a that's Robert a, Palmer. My yeah, I just well face it. I'm yeah, addicted, addicted to, to spuds. spuds. I love Rocky Road. I remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, spam, His video I for that. that. Don't jet. That's another one of those. The video is is amazing. It's it's hilarious because yeah. he's dressed up like Joan Jet, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's got Eat It, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, the white stuff that Chris was talking about. Uh, my Bologna. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the white stuff. <laughs> stuff you talk about all the time. Talk about the white stuff. Remember? It's, it's in the Excuse lanterns. me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> my Bologna. Mm-hmm. Taco Grande and oh, I love Taco Grande. Yeah. That you know what that was a parody of? Rico Suave. Yeah, Rico 
Suave. Suave. Except this one was Taco Grande. And one I have never heard, and I want to hear it now, is uh, the Rye or the Kaiser. Oh, you haven't? Oh, I haven't yeah, heard that. Good, now I want to. That's a good one. Because it even has that's, here on Wikipedia has the description. It's about a washed up Rocky Balboa who now runs a deli yeah. and occasionally beats up on the liverwurst. Like mm-hmm. I want to hear that now. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 that's like and uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Like uh, they wanted there was supposed to be two more songs on that originally. One was I can't remember the other one, but one was uh, "Girls Just Want to Have Lunch." Mm-hmm. And yes. we were talking about earlier. He Weird Al has come out and said he does not like that song. Really? Like yeah, like he. I don't know if it's more of like he wrote it quick and he knows it's not that good. It's just it is kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a weak parody. It's like, Meh. and, but like on uh, Dare to be Stupid, the the record label forced him to put it on, like he wasn't even going to put it on that album, the Dare to be Stupid album. Yeah. But the record label was like, we need more, we need more food parodies because that's what made you big, boy. So I like, <laughs> ride this food train to the end. Yeah. Even though Dare to be Stupid is another great album. I mean, it was in the Transformers movies. So, yeah. yeah it was. It's like, so, yeah, it's on a soundtrack, you know, so. But it just goes back to a lot of time, like, especially with Scotty Brothers. They were a small record label, and literally they were just, mil- like, he, uh, that food album, he never even wanted to put out either. Because he said, it's like, he's like, well, all these songs have already been released. I think it was a year. Well, it was a year after the the uh, Deep End album, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, "You're literally putting it out like a compilation album after I just put an album out." Like you know, because mm-hmm. he has fourteen. Like going back to it, he has fourteen studio albums. I don't remember how many compilation albums he has because that's not the fourteen or not. He has ten compilation albums. Yep. Yeah, so that's twenty four albums. You know, I mean, granted, compilation albums are gimmicky or quick, you know, but still, it's like fourteen albums, like which is still yeah. awesome. Yeah, and 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 I am I am pretty I I'm not even the biggest fan. I know I'm not, but again, uh, I think it was 2017. They did a pre-order for his accordion squeeze box edition album, which it was all fourteen studio albums on vinyl. Ooh, which is awesome in, i would yeah. love to have that and it's in, it's in uh it's in a box that's shaped like his accordion uh and you had to pre-order it because apparently they pre-ordered and they only made like a few more after the pre-orders because now it's like even the cd version is like 500 dollars to find dang so i can't even imagine what the vinyl and it wasn't cheap like it's one of the stupidest most expensive purchases i ever made and I haven't even opened it. Like it's still That's what I'm in its, like you don't want to open now. Yeah, it's no. still in its shipping box. Like not even like I, I've even seen what box it comes in. It's in its shipping box. It may not even be in the box. How do you know yeah, it's it in could there? Be. I mean, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, but so. they may have sent you the wrong thing. They could have sent you a microwave years ago, and now you wouldn't uh, know that. Or rocks. Or rocks. Or or like uh like Guyver's uh, 3080. Uh yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> asshole 3080 Ti. <laughs> oh, okay. This two extra rocks in there but yeah it's but but well what i bought because i was like okay i'm gonna do vinyl music and now i do have a a big console from the 60s 70s uh console with an eight track player in it but now the record player doesn't work (laughs) 
So I got to get the record player part fixed before I can even do it. But, you know, like I said, I bought it. It's like it came with a whole bunch of other goodies and stuff. But yeah, I, I looked it up just the other day and it's like, I don't even think you can find the vinyl version at all. So, but yeah, but yeah it's like, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy every album. I remember I skipped school once to go buy one of his albums. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to buy everything that comes out. Uh, I kick myself from back in the day. I didn't go to the, I think it was 2018. Uh, there was a Oklahoma city concert. He came with an orchestra and I didn't go. This uh, is awesome. Yeah. And then he did a, uh, for the 25th anniversary of UHF, he came to Tulsa circle cinema which is the itty bitty, you know, cinema mm-hmm. here. And he did a Q and a after oh, it and cool. everything. Yeah. And I couldn't get off work. Best buy retail screws me again. It, like wouldn't let me off work. So, and I should have just called in and said, screw it, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I, I vowed now if, if he comes, especially if he comes to Tulsa, mm-hmm. I will go, I will go to every show. Yeah. If he get comes back to the loop, City, I'd like, I, I yeah. think it'd be fun for us to go with you. Yeah, like, and I mean, again, it goes with like a few of my favorite bands. They might be Giants. Like, mm-hmm. I've I've been to four of their shows, and when they come to Tulsa, I'll be there. Like, in I mean, especially with Weird Al, yeah, uh, especially with Weird Al. He's what is he? He's born '59, so what does that make him? Uh, 60, sixty-two, something. Yeah, so it's like he's not not a spring chicken anymore. He still no. moves like one, mm-hmm. but and he's not. But yeah, so I think like something kind of cool to put a put a nice pretty bow on all this um if anybody that's still li- like if you're still listening and you you're Bless and you don't like weird al or you're not interested i don't know why you're still listening now but thank you for continuing on yeah but just something that would kind of put put this all together really well is how successful he was because you don't realize how successful he was i'm looking at his certification on his albums um and so Weird Al Yankovic in 3D went platinum. Dare to be stupid went platinum. Even worse went platinum. These are the albums. Off the Deep End, platinum. Alapalooza, double platinum. Bad Hair Day, double platinum. Running with Scissors, platinum. You know, these Poodle all... Hat. <laughs> Poodle Hat. That's a lot of platinum they got albums. Gold, I think. You know? Yeah, and, and if you if you talk about gold, I think everyone that's not platinum has at least been gold. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. close. The only thing that hasn't that doesn't have um, any certification, from what I'm seeing, just off the studio albums, was Polka Party, the soundtrack for UHF, yeah, uh, Poodle Hat, <laughs> Apocalypse, and Mandatory Fun isn't which which those be. those are so new. I think they haven't they haven't had I, time. Maybe that and like I think part like I don't know how they register digital sells anymore so it could be some of that because i was looking at that too the other day i was like it's like how mandatory fun debuted at number one like Mm -hmm. it's his only album to ever debut at number one billboard 100 i i can't believe that it's not gold like yeah Yeah, i mean like you don't have i don't i don't know how many sell like i think what's it gold it's a hundred thousand albums i thought it's five hundred thousand for gold or yeah i don't know or is it uh, anyways but and there could be i haven't looked too much into it they could have changed a lot of stuff too because uh uh it's a, i think it was 93 to 2003 the uh grammys changed uh the comedy uh part to 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it went to only spoken word comedy, not musical album mm-hmm. comedy. Oh, okay. So, so he won like five Grammys. Yeah, from 93 to 2003, he couldn't, he didn't win. He's not even in anything. And everybody's like, oh, he must have done that. Like, no, it's just they changed it so much that his albums were going against main, all the other mainstream mm-hmm. albums. So it's mm-hmm. like, and then they changed it again, I think, literally 2003, 2004. He won again or was nominated at least. So, like, there's a lot of that stuff because like i know like spotify i know they try to like they've tried to count spotify into a lot of like the gold platinum certifications things like that like how many plays it's just weird because they they've had to adapt with the time i just i kind of just don't think they've counted like counted it up correctly because yeah right. mandatory yeah. fun it's not my favorite album honestly but still a good one yeah it's still a good one i i've got it twice i've got it in cd and then i have it in vinyl because i pre-ordered the vinyl like i i want to say right before like i don't know because it came out in 2004 so i bought it and then pre-ordered the vinyl you know so it's like but yeah i so it's adam super fan yeah like i said i'll buy i'll buy i'll buy everyone like i mean i might not buy a compilation album because it might have but I'll buy every studio album and and then I'll go download it on a torrent. Because uh, <laughs> I don't Not think that we condone that. Uh, I have uh, the, the last they might be Gi- the last two they might be Giants albums I bought on vinyl and then just went and downloaded. <laughs> so it's like there you go, there you go. I bought it. Yeah, yeah, I bought it. So, so well with that, um, that's been our Weird Al talk um it's good talk adam do you want to play a game wait hold on sure adam would you like to play a game with us now not so sure yes now i'm in yeah, i'm in you adam, son of a bitch i'm in would you like to play a game i'm so terrible at switching my voice over when i'm supposed to okay we'll put it back over to that he's so right. sad so <laughs> sad so uh now is the Time on the show, we call Nerd Drum. Drum roll. <laughs> You're shaking so bad. Well, because my camera's attached to my yes, desk, I so I made everything vibrate when I did that. <laughs> Two nerds enter, one nerd leaves. And then a little bit later, the other nerd leaves, but he's sad because he's lost. Actually, three nerds enter. Tonight. Yeah, I would say, am I being... Yeah, you're, in, you're in on this, well, yeah. Well, the, uh, the... I mean... Yeah, it's three, but get off the teleprompter. The teleprompter. Get off the teleprompter. Oh, we just, took a nap. I'm giving Update up. your script, guy. Uh, I don't have to update. No, shit. I haven't drank anything during it's this still, episode. That might be my problem. Drum. That's, you need that performance enhancing whiskey. I know. It's sitting. I've been looking at it, but I got to drive somewhere here soon. So I haven't touched it. I wanted to. But I'm being responsible. So, I'm okay, responsible go ahead, Okay, so what we do here, um, this is kind of a play on that typical nerdy conversation that you have with your friends when you're sitting around the bar or the, you know, the D&D table or wherever you're at, um, hanging out with your friends. And you, the, the conversation always comes up of like, who could kick whose ass, you know, Batman or Superman or blah, blah, blah. That's been done, and that's been done a lot, and that's been done in death. We're taking that, that bit, that conversation, and we're just making it a little bit better and a little bit more fun. So what we do is we have a list of um, 
characters from pop pop culture, nerd culture, movies, TVs, com TV shows, comics, whatever. Shit we like. We have them in this randomizer on a wheel. Each of us will get a random character. So we don't know who we're going to have to uh, defend or whatever first. We take so the characters. You can't, you can't pre-prepare for this no. at all. And there's, I, I say I, I'm familiar with about 75% of the wheel. There's someone here that I don't know. There's someone here that Chris doesn't know. Mm -mm. There's someone here that Adam doesn't know. But instead of your typical battle, like what you normally have, we're, we're doing a random activity in the same fashion. We have a bunch of random activities from like baking a cake or uh, what do we have? There's like a zombie apocalypse survival. All these different Eating random... dinner is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> All these random ass activities that are on this wheel. So we'll have our characters performing this activity in a random location. And lo locations came into play a lot more times than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. the location does play a factor. You can use that to your advantage. What we'll do is uh, we'll each get our characters. We'll plead our case on why our person is going to do better at whatever this activity is in this setting. We throw that out to the Discord, which if you guys have not joined, it's in the show notes below. Mm -hmm. Join the Discord, agree to the rules, become part of the community, and then you can vote. We put this up to a vote um, after the episode goes out, and you guys get to decide who won and uh, who gets to maintain bragging rights until the uh, next Nerd Realm. So. Yep. And we need you guys to vote. That's the only way we find out who wins. Vote early, vote often. Yep. And then You can only vote you, once. Did you ever close off the yeah. sushi one? No, I think that one's still up. Okay, so I've that's still open if you times. guys want to do that. Yeah. So with that, guest choice first. So can you guys see my screen? Yep. Yes. Okay. So Adam I gets... Want to know, I want to know what creator is. Clickety, 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 clickety. We need a sound effect for that. Oh, Peggy Hill. Okay. All, right. All right. So Adam gets Peggy Hill. Adam gets Peggy Hill. And then Kyle, since he's leaving, gets second spin. I can hear it. They can't. So, does it make that sound? Yeah. Oh, okay. Boom! Boom Howard. Dang, old man, I tell you Why, what. Is this, oh, is this just going to be a king of the hill? No, because Kyle's good with Boom Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no I, one will I, be able to understand. I don't what care what we're doing. Howard. I know what I'm doing. So. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and the, the, shit, so it's a king of the hill. All right, so far. Hold on, I gotta wet my whistle for this. Oh yeah. Clamps and then clamps. Clamps. I love clamps. I do too, but that's gonna be uh, well. You know what? Let's see what we happens next. Peggy yeah. Hill and Boomhauer from King of the Hill. We got clamps from Futurama. Location. I've got, I've got Boomhauer. Adam has Peggy Hill. Chris has clamps. clamps. At a Shaolin temple. Oh, Ooh. all right. Not a dojo. Not a dojo. No. A Shaolin temple. <laughs> Doing. What are they doing? What's our activity? Clickety, clickety, clickety. Oh, yes, Adam's choice. choice. Oh, we haven't had this yet. No, we've never oh, had that. Adam, what do you want them to do? This can be literally anything. You get a choice of whatever activity you can think of. Does it have to be off the wheel, or can he just come up with no, something? No, it can be anything. That's the thing about the choice. It doesn't have to be on the wheel. Man, do I take an easy win and, say, teach a Spanish lesson? <laughs> no, then you That's would lose. That's an easy loss. Yeah. <laughs> what? But Peggy Hill teaches Spanish. No, 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 no. Kyle, save this. No, Kyle, Spanish. save this. Save this. Okay. What do you want? No, uh, it, you want every, trust me, Adam, on this, you want every advantage you can get. Man, I don't know. Yeah, Shaolin Temple. Uh, how about uh, teaching meditation? 
Okay. Ooh. Oh, I like that. That's the first time we've had something like really line up well with the yeah, yeah the location and the activity. So meditation. Oh. Mangus Clamps is going to try to clamp everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's, Go ahead, that's what I'm going to have difficulty with on this one. Okay. So, uh, Adam, do you need a minute? Because if not, Kyle or I are going to jump right into it. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take a minute. If I, I know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to need another minute to prep up. Here. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'll start off. So picture this: we are at a in a, like the Alps, you know, just some some mountainside, um, peaceful place in China, and it's covered in mist, and you know, just a very mystic, serene location. It's a, it's a Shaolin temple. We see, you know, pan cameras zooming in. We see. The, I need to start doing this on all of them, setting up the scene. Um, we see the monks, you know, Watch practicing that hand fighting. With Weird Al. What's that? <laughs> Watch oh, that right hand <laughs> where you put with Weird Al. <laughs> uh, but if you're going to do that, make sure you maintain eye contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, his, his face is turning red. We see some, you know, they're, they're in the fields. We see some monks, um, the Shaolin monks that are practicing with their bow staffs outside, and some are doing you know, the farming, some are doing, you know, just basic maintenance on the temple. <clears throat> and then in we go to the main temple. Um, well, I guess it's a little side temple because this is where they have their Buddhist statue. And we see all these monks in there just meditating. In walks our three characters. The first one will be Clamps. Clamps is there to learn meditation because Clamps, Clamps is, he's very high strong. <laughs> he's very, very high strong. And, and what he's going to do is he's going to clamp. He's going to clamp you if he gets pissed off and he doesn't want to clamp anymore. Clamps wants to change his way since, uh, shit, what was the, what was the, I can't remember his boss's name because I keep wanting to say Fat Tony, but that's Simpsons. Uh, it was um, Donbot. Donbot. Yeah. Donbot is in prison currently. So Clamps is a little lost and his clamps are rusting. He's getting a little older. <clears throat> so he needs to learn how to meditate. <clears throat> he needs it more than Peggy Hill or Boomhauer because he's got a real problem. He doesn't want to end up in prison. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what Clamps is going to do is he's really going to, it, it, he's going to fight it at first. He's going to excel at the uh, snipping of the of the wheat, you know, and the canes, the bamboo. He's going to do great at the fighting part. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when it comes to meditation, he's really going to struggle. And that's where he's going to have to double down on this. So what the monks will do, first they'll take off his clamps because he has to learn inner peace. And so he's going to have to sit there for hours and hours and hours to achieve this because he doesn't want to go to jail. He doesn't want to end up like Don Bob. Mm -hmm. He is so angry. And I think this is why he needs the meditation more than anyone else. If he doesn't get this, his end goal ultimatum, he's clamped so many people. He could end up on in robot hell. And he's not making a, de a deal to play anything, any sort of instrument, because he can't because he's got clamps. No holophoner. The holophoner. He can't do the holophoner. So hmm. Clamps has to have this. So I think this for Clamps is a do or die situation. Why he has to have the meditation. And I think this is why he's going to excel at it. He doesn't want to end up in prison. I'm out. Kyle, you're up. 
Okay. You have to start you off want, with them walking in. You want me to go or you want Adam to? Uh, I'm, I'm Adam, good, do you need another now, minute? Unless he wants to do it. I'm, hey, you can go. Okay. So, okay, we're at the Shaolin Temple. Temple. They've already all walked in. Yep, they walked in. So, Clamps is doing his thing. Peggy Hill's there. Boomhauer <laughs> walks in to the temple. Oh, you're going to put me on the big screen now. I got to do this. Okay. <laughs> Boomhauer walks into the temple. Oh, hold on. I got one other little note here. Hey, Cam. Hold on. Okay. Well, I, I, should, I, I made notes I while you were to talking. Make notes. Yeah, I know you did. I did, because I want to make sure I hit these. Boomhauer walks into the temple. The Shaolin Temple likes a pristine, beautiful mountain sitting. There's fog rolling through. Uh, ancient building with statues and monks, and it's just beautiful. Boomhauer walks in, um, knowing that he's there for, basically, it's a meditation competition is the way, way I'm taking this. You know, who can who can meditate the best? Who can inspire others to meditate the best boomhauer looks around the room he sees his uh, competition sees the monks incredibly inspired um he takes a deep breath you know he relaxes and focuses and uh he says dang old man old boot over a statue man gonna look at you guys sit there and focus, man. You're going to put one leg up over that other leg. My old namaste, man. Go in the bonnet. Like that old king spirit, man. You're going to go think and relax. Oh, man. Old woo You know what I'm talking about, man. You're going to become one with the earth, man. Think you're old, some old flying around there, old whooping cream going, loo, 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 man. Old Shadowland Tempo, man. That, that dang old, that old statue up there, man. Kind of look like old Mephisto, man. That's what I'm talking about. Dang. I'm out. That's what I got. Adam? Dang old Wolf and Great Man. Dang old Adam. Dang old Mephisto. Dang old Mephisto. Oh, God. I got it in there. Oh, man. This is this is rough because that, you know, that hurt. I did that. Nice. All right. Here's here's the thing Peggy's the last one in, you know, she's coming in because she's here to teach the class. Because she is the most chill person ever. She has to deal with Boomhauer. She has to deal with Hank and Bobby. So if she can make it through that, she can make it through everything. So she comes in and just starts teaching or, well, you know, she does She does the Peggy Hill thing and Miablo Peggy Hill. <laughs> uh, that was the most perfect Peggy Hill impression, <laughs> I think, ever. Not for the, the tone or anything, the voice, but the voice me hablo, me hablo, Peggy me hablo, Peggy Hill. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she comes in and you know she greets the class, tells them she's their substitute Shaolin meditation teacher, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and goes and just says like now everybody uh sit down cross like uh crisscross applesauce uh watch boomhauer fall down probably uh boomhauer's stable man boomhauer <laughs> dang old stable hey, dang i've old been stable, trying man. to sit... fall off no no dang old statue leg i've been trying to sit down <laughs> uh but yeah she just tells everybody to take deep breaths relax tune everybody out especially clamps and his jitteriness <laughs> Because yeah, he's probably clanking around, being all metal. Uh, Boon Hour probably can't, you know, 
stop mumbling. So <laughs> he was very clear in his message. Yeah. So he just tells everybody to take takes a key off of Boomhauer and says, Woosa. <laughs> and then the oh <laughs> and finishes it off. And everybody leaves relaxed. Thanks to Peggy Hill. Thanks to Peggy Hill. <laughs> Peggy Hill. All right. So we haven't done this in a while. This is our shows, you know, oh, you, know, you gotta make sure you go to the Discord and vote. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Make sure please make sure you go to the Discord and vote. Yeah, on so whether make you think sure it's they Adam make for a, Peggy uh, voting thing. Yeah, I'll Kyle for Boomhauer or mm-hmm. the obvious winner, Christopher Clamps. Um, Christopher Clamps. Hmm. Like Christopher Cramps. Sound like a Christopher weird, Cramps. Like, Disney holiday special character. Christopher Cramps. Christopher uh, is he Cramps. watching uh watching porn on the VR? Cramps. Christopher Cramps. Well, just before the money shot, he goes, Ah, oh, cramp! Oh, I got the cramps. <laughs> he can't I can't finish. Fall <laughs> uh, off that giant balcony. What are you watching or reading this week? Adam. Oh man. Uh I I actually like. I kept wanting to, but I kept never having time. I have, uh, I can't remember the title of it exactly. There's a Weird Al book that I have. Uh, God, I can't think of it. And I just found it again the other day. So I've been trying to read it. It's more of his, you know, past and everything else. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then watching this week, before this, I was wanting to watch uh, UHF again. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while since I watched that. I've also been listening to Weird Al just to, you know, mm-hmm. on YouTube and watching his videos. But I've been trying to watch uh, in in that uh, that Squeezebox collection. There's actually 15 albums in it. The 15th one is like, they call it Medium Rarities, where it's mm-hmm. like uh, all his rarer songs. So I've been trying to look them up so I don't have to literally open my set up and try to find a record player mm-hmm. uh so i've been trying to see those because like one of them is uh cruising belvedere the that first song he ever sent to dr demento on a tape and it is it's definitely you can tell it was recorded on a tape tape deck so it's like hard to listen to but it's there you can you know 16 15 year old kid recording something so it's been all oh, that's been pretty fun kyle cool so I have, um, since we've had some like requests to uh, do a Nerky episode over the new Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um, I've been getting caught up on DC movies. Um, and actually, that's the last one I have left. I, <laughs> I binged a bunch of movies about a week and a half straight. Um, it's really weird to say I binged those movies. It, for me, that was binging the movies, watching one to two a night, uh, because um, you know I kind of made it kind of clear like i like the marvel movies better yeah i wanted to like the dc movies a lot better like i really wanted there. to because we all like our first introduction to live action i, I know mine was and probably you guys too live action superhero movie was batman. michael keaton's batman mm-hmm. yeah. like fully it's, real you know done well movie was and and so like i really want the dc <clears> movies to be good and they're hard yeah yeah to, to there's a really, lot of slogs in there you know and I, I did watch um and I wanted to watch the the Snyder Cut of Justice League because I hadn't watched that yet, and Chris has been busting my balls on that. Mm-hmm. But I great. wanted to watch the original cut before I watched that one. I hadn't watched that either, and so I, I just worked my way through, you know, um, based on you know data release until I got to that. And yeah, Snyder Cut was hell better. Yeah, and it it uh, 
I love that I watched it. I'm pissed off that I watched it because we'll yeah. never probably Mm-mm. see the the whole nightmare uh, mm-hmm. story arc, and that, which I would have loved to have seen. That was like DC screwed the pooch there, or uh, Warner Brothers screwed the pooch there because that could have been the saving grace for that series. Mm-hmm. The yeah. entire series is the whole nightmare arc and bringing that together because that that just that looks so cool. You know, I was telling props um, the other day. Like I've always kind of thought about like. Um, whenever I make it to a comic con, like I've never put a lot of thought into if I wanted to to do cosplay of anything. I haven't found anything that I thought I would really like want to do. Like everybody's like, oh, you know, be Zach Galifianakis or Dumbledore or some shit, Gandalf, and like no. Uh, but then when I when you see the the quote unquote you know post apocalyptic Batman in the the nightmare sequences when he's in the 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 long brown duster and he's carrying a rifle and all that stuff like mm-hmm. that looks cool I would want to do that I would totally do that but you know now that arc's pretty much dead so I'm sad yeah. but the comic book stuff still exists yeah, yeah. I can go there so. yeah. but I, I like seeing it no so, yeah that's yeah you got anything else or is that it am I supposed to have something else no, it's, okay. You well, you had to look pick like one or the other. I didn't know. I was making sure <laughs> you, you were done. It's like, no, you gotta, you gotta have all three. What the fuck? What are you dude? reading? What um, are you, what are you... I'm reading the subtitles of the movies I'm watching because I'm fucking deaf. <laughs> all right, fair enough. That counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm watching this week, um, I got caught up on Titans, which is phenomenal this season. Um, we finished Drag Race last week, All Stars, and now I've got three episodes to catch up on the new season of Star Girl which has been pretty good. You can tell that the budget has been halved since they went from the DC network to the CW. But the writing is still there. So that is a great, that's probably one of the most wholesome shows out there, like superhero wise. What I'm reading is I started rereading, oh, and I watched the Marvel Zombies, you know, for Anarchy that we're yeah, doing tomorrow. I watched which that twice. Amazing. I still, need to, I still need to catch up on all that. I watched the first episode of What If, but. So they're, they're easy to watch. They yeah, are. they're super easy. The zombies and was so good. I don't know. you guys spoil it first. That's <laughs> how I zombies. watch things. Yeah, there's oh, zombies. There, yeah. Well, son of a gun. Yeah. Which this, which that caused me to dig out my old um, trade paperback of Marvel Zombies. Yes. And there is a lot of changes in there. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, we'll, and we'll then talk about I that start... in a couple days. <clears throat> it's going to be awesome. There was some um, stuff and... in that episode too that. I think have there's implications mm-hmm. in the actual MCU, but neither here nor there. It'll be there later. You think um, they're going to do uh sorry if this interrupted, you think they're going to do a house of M. I hope things? they do. All right. I don't think it'll be in this. What if, but I hope they do maybe a next season or something. They, they keep threatening house of M. I think so, house well, M's just going to happen. Not in what well, if. I think it's just going to happen. Yeah. With like the, I wonder if it's going to be multiverse. Stuff. Yeah, with the Scarlet Witch stuff, they that is that I always figured that's how they're going to reintroduce the mutants because they could easily do that mm-hmm. with that. So, but you know, there is rumor that they've already cast a Professor X. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a rumor going around right now. So, is it rumor it's not John Luke Picard. I'm out, huh? Um, I can't remember. It's um, it's a it's a black guy this time around. Yeah, hmm. that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it doesn't matter, but it's, it's just yeah. when you read for 35 years about 
Professor X is one way. It's just like, you know, well, the fanboys are going to get pissed yeah, off. Yeah, I was to say, the fanboys, the, the proud boy, all that stuff, they're going to come out of the woodwork on that. And it's like, man, it's... If it's changed even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's it's that's the reason I always liked... And with comic books, especially, it's like the the man like the mantle is what it is. Like literally, the person picking up the mantle could change. That's why mm-hmm. I've never liked the Spider-Man movies. Like going from Tobey Maguire to Garfield. Like I liked the Tom Harlan movies, and I liked Toby. But you never had to do another backstory. You could have just ca- like you could have switched the person. It wouldn't right. have mattered. Yeah. You know, just like when when you pick up a comic book and it's not the same artwork. Mm-hmm. It's not this it's like just just go on you know so. so um then i also busted out my mega trades of why the last man because the tv show on hulu starts this friday dang and mm. so i am super pumped about this because it's by um brian k vaughn it's a retelling of the omega man basically uh virus wipes out all of every man on the planet when i talk about man um every male that's male dog male horse male gorilla everything except for one guy named yorick and his pet monkey named ampersand the only two males left and how they're trying to get them i think it's washington to find out why that they're alive so that they can start repopulating and like amazons start coming back they cut off their left breast um there's no men around and it's just interesting. It's a, it's a great story. Brian K. Vaughn also did um, runaways. Oh, okay. And the, the Hulu show and you know, that was based off and the comic, which is mm-hmm. great. So I'm really pumped about those. Everybody so, needs a T-Rex. Yes. Or 100%. Raptor, whatever. Raptor. Yeah. Um, that, so that makes me want to read the, I, I need a, I need to finish all the walking dead because i know that's finally good on luck its... with that dude. well yeah. i mean i'm in the book not the you know it's like good luck the... with that yeah <laughs> it, well, ended, it ended it technically or issue 100 you know, or 105 i think before yeah I but it ended a while back yeah it did too, well so you know who did walking dead right the artist and the the um author well, kirkman kirkman, wrote yeah, kirkman. kirkman yeah. who also well, he did also invincible he also, right yeah. right yeah he's the one who did marvel zombies the first yeah. one yep Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's um, why that's why it's like, well, going to the Marvel zombies, especially like, like everybody died, like anybody could die because, like, mm-hmm. that's Kirkman's mm-hmm. whole thing. It's like anyone you know, can die care. at any time. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I agree. He's all about killing off his main characters. I agree, dude. So, with everyone with that, um, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. Uh, thanks, Adam, for, for sitting in with us. I appreciate it, dude. Well, thanks we for really having do. me, guys. We had a About good time. time. And, I've been uh, to get here. <laughs> and wherever you guys are, you know, have a have a good night, day, morning, whatever it is, and Nerd please be good to each other. Rise up. See ya. We'll see ya. Night. It could get elevated. Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made up